Economists are predicting inflation will slow to its lowest level in two years, with figures uh, for the last quarter of 2023 out this morning. Consumer prices are expected to have slowed to uh, 0.5% in the three months to December, with fuel, food and airfares dropping in price. Uh, The annual inflation rate, uh, that is tipped to drop below 5% by some, uh, but it is, of course, facing stubbornly high rents and rates that are still driving uh, domestic inflation. Well, joining us now is economist and head of research at BNZ, Stephen Topless. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Corinne. What are you forecasting in terms of that uh, annual rate? Something well below five? Yeah, I think um, you know the entire community um, in New Zealand now is forecasting a number around 4.7, and we're there as well, 0.5 for the quarter, 4.7 for the year. Looks a lot better than 5.6. The pace of decline, I mean, what are we seeing here in terms of New Zealand and this correction on the high inflation we've seen over the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, it's starting to decline at a a much more rapid rate. I mean, you go back to June 22 and we had a 7.3 annual inflation rate. And then over the last few quarters, it's sort of gone 7, 6, 5, 4. uh, And it won't be too long before we have a number with a 3 in front of it. In fact, uh, by the end of the year, we should have a number with a 2 in front of it. Now, why is that? Are we in a sort of technical recession, if you like? I mean, what is going on with the economy in your view? Yeah, there's a whole pile of things going on here. Um, you know, one, one of the key things, of course, is that during that sort of, um, I say, COVID period, we had these massive um, cost imposts on the economy, um, difficulty getting goods around the place, all sorts of structural issues, and, and they've unwound. So we, we've got rid of all those uh, those big pressures. Uh, we've also had a number of climate-related things that, for example, push food prices up to extreme levels, and they're starting to, to unwind. And then over and above that, you've got this fact that the economy is broadly in recession. I mean, you can argue whether it's recession or not, but you know we, we all know it's going sideways at best, uh, and that takes price pressure away. So all those things are coming to pass at once. And at what point do... Does this recessionary pressure become too extreme and the the Reserve Bank would have to start signalling that it is prepared to help with interest rate cuts? Yeah, I mean, you you could argue that for some people it's too extreme already. Um, You know, but too extreme for the central bank means that that there's a risk um, that inflation will go below the midpoint of its target range. Um, and I think I think we're, we're sort of rapidly approaching that point, um, but the Reserve Bank is going to have to wait and see before it's confident um, that these numbers are going to come off. So I suspect that uh, by the end of this year that you'll have seen at least one rate cut. We've had a huge debate over the last year or so in, in the lead-up to the election about domestic inflation versus that, uh, that imported inflation you were talking about, you know, supply chains and this sort of thing. Are we past that now? I mean, what, what, when we talk about inflation, will, will people pull out the core inflation that they say, oh, this is domestic and it, it's sticky? I mean, what's your view on this? Yeah, un- unfortunately, domestic inflation still is sticky. And it's sticky for a whole pile of reasons that nobody really has any control over. I mean, the, the obvious one is insurance costs. Um, you know, insurance costs like dwelling insurance is up over 20%. Your, your house contacts insurance is up over 20%. Vehicle insurance is about 16%. But, but all of those things are related to changes in perceived risk about New Zealand, um, in part to do with mm. climate change. Stephen, I've got to jump in there because it, the, the part of the debate has been, you know, the argument from the current government in an, in an in its lead-up to being elected was that 
it could do more about inflation by cutting government spending, reducing the size of the state, uh, therefore freeing up resources presumably for the private sector, uh, taking the pressure off. That's what it was arguing. Is that not, is that not a factor? Oh, it's absolutely a factor. And I mean, that's why we're still seeing, despite these major uh, domestic price pressures, uh, the, the total inflation rate coming down. Now, not exclusively because governments are cutting spending, uh, but because government cutting spending reduces demand and pushes the economy into a softer state, which um, helps bring inflation down. Uh, but it's not going to get rid of the climate change associated things and the sure. rents and the rates and all those sort of factors. Right. So we got them regardless. Um the other issue that just cropped up yesterday, and I just wonder just quickly in terms of what impact it might have on uh, interest rates, the housing market, and that, that flavour is those debt-to-income ratios. Has that had any measurable impact on market expectations? No, not really, because, I mean, the Reserve Bank is, in the first instance, just trying to establish a tool that it can use if it needs to. Uh, and it's set the, the parameters um, on those restrictions for debt-to-income ratios fairly high. Um, so um, at, at the moment, uh, we're, we're miles away from them biting in any way, shape or form. The, the, the debt-to-income ratios that they've set would really only bite um, if we had another major house price boom. So um, th- they will be interesting in time. Um, but in terms of you know what we're forecasting for the next couple of years, very little difference. And on house prices, we're not sort of seeing some uh, massive post-election boom, are we? In fact, they were moving sideways in December. Yeah, and look, that's quite remarkable if you take into consideration that we've got um, net migration inflows at a 76-year high, um, which is putting massive pressure on that market. So it really does tell you something about how soft the underbelly of the New Zealand economy is. Stephen Topless, appreciate your time this morning. That is the economist and head of research at BNZ, Stephen Topless. It's 25 minutes past seven.